Hello everyone, my name is David Smith and this is the Armchair Commentary, a podcast that takes you down sports memory lane. Every week we find an older sporting event, I won't always say old, and we relive it, whether it's home runs, wrestling, basketball, hockey, football, we do it all. The music for this podcast is provided by Upbeat.io. Check out Upbeat.io for all of the music used inside this podcast. If you are interested in reading the show notes to this show, you can actually head over to WordPress Armchair Commentary. Uh, I have it linked in the description, so don't forget to check that out. It will also be in the notes of this podcast. Last but not least, I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to download this episode, to listen to this episode from wherever you are. Uh, It's free, but it means a lot to me, so thank you. Without further ado, let's get into it. There are magical moments that happen in the world of sports, and some of them are a little extra special because they happen during the playoffs. And in 2010, just such a thing happened. But before we go walking down that path, I think it's important to understand who this happened to and how they got there. Harry Leroy Roy Holiday. He was a pitcher. He came to the big leagues from my beloved Blue Jays. Doc, as he was coined by the legendary broadcaster Tom Cheek, was one of the few bright spots for some very lean years in Toronto. Now, don't get it twisted, though those Jays teams were awful. Doc was an all-star. Roy Halladay pitched 12 years for the Blue Jays, including some of the tougher years, as I mentioned. And he was an all-star with the team in 2002, 2003, 2005, 6, and from 2008 and 2009. That included winning a Cy Young in 2003, where he went 22 and 7 with nine complete games. He led the league in that category seven different times. He was a tank. Roy was built to finish games. He was the ultimate competitor, which meant even when the team around him was trotting out lineups that were destined to finish third or fourth in the American League East, he was going out there to prove otherwise. Now, near the end of his time in Toronto, the writing was kind of on the wall. Doc needed a chance to win, and the Blue Jays couldn't quite get over the hump, though they made some Herculean efforts to do so. In 2009, his time with Toronto had come to a close. The Philadelphia Phillies had made a massive push to acquire the Blue Jays' ace, sending Kyle Drabeck, Travis Darno, and Michael Taylor. There were a ton of steps in order to get this done, but Roy wanted a chance to compete and didn't have it in him to go through another rebuild. So, on December in 2009, Roy Halladay joined the Phillies, with whom he enjoyed a second coming. Roy went 55 and 29 all time for the Phillies, including 21 and 10 in that 2010 season, 
winning the Cy Young, now one in each league. But today we aren't here to talk about Cy Youngs or his Hall of Fame career. We're talking about a pitcher finally getting his chance at the playoffs. So that finally brings us to the 2010 National League Division Series and Roy Halladay making his first ever playoff start. At the tender age of 33, the veteran pitcher had finally had his chance to play playoff baseball. And boy, did he take advantage. The Phillies were taking on the Cincinnati Reds. And the game started like you would hope, a quick first inning, only 10 pitches on the offensive side of the ball. They managed to score the first run. And the second inning went pretty well as well. Well, as well as could be expected, another dominant inning from the Phillies ace. And even better, the offense tagged the Reds starter, Edison Volquez, for three more runs. That brings us to a Phillies lead for nothing after two innings. Now this game was cruising along until the fifth inning when the perfect game is broken up after Doc issued a walk to Jay Bruce. No hitter was still intact, but the perfecto was gone. Five innings in the books, four to go. Four nothing Phillies. It's almost the stuff of fairy tales. Now, the defense in this game cannot be understated. The Phillies had some incredible players on this team. Aside from Halliday, they had Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, peak Ryan Howard around the infield, the flying Hawaiian Shane Victorino, Raul Ibanez, and Jason Worth patrolling the outfield, and Carlos Ruiz, who will prove to be pivotal behind the plate. We went all the way into the ninth inning, and Roy had barely even crossed the 100 pitch mark. He was ready to go. Now, Dusty Baker, the manager of the Reds, noted that Halliday didn't throw a single pitch down the middle of the plate, and every single pitch moved. That's really tough to do, and it's even harder to hit. So let's go over the top of the ninth. Ramon Hernandez at the dish, popped up to second base, two outs to go. Next up was Miguel Cairo, and on a two and two count, Miguel popped out in foul territory. Roy Halladay was one out away from a no hitter in the playoffs. Now, last up for the Reds was Brandon Phillips, who is an absolute stud. And on an 0-2 count in Roy Halladay's first ever playoff game, with a no-hitter still intact, Doc induced a soft ground ball. Ruiz picked up the ball, fired it over to first base from his knees, no hitter. Doc, he did it. Roy Halladay, in his first ever playoff game, had thrown the second no hitter in postseason history. 
in a game where all the offense came in the first two innings. Roy had given the Phillies exactly what they traded for. And on this day, you could say the doctor was most definitely Once again, I'd like to thank Upbeat.io for the music for this podcast. Check out Upbeat.io and check the description if you'd like access to the music that I use in this episode. I'd like to thank my partner, Brianna, for always being there and supporting me through all of this. She has been incredible and I am super happy to have her uh, in my life. So thank you, babe. I'd like to thank anyone who's taken the time out of their day to listen to any one of my episodes over the last three plus years. It has been quite an adventure we've been on and I am happy to continue to do this. Just keep sharing those episodes out and let's continue to grow this thing. If there's a historic moment that you're interested in me covering for the Armchair Commentary, feel free to reach out to me on social media. You can find me at ArmchairCommon2 on Twitter. Find me at Armchair Commentary on Instagram and on Facebook at Armchair Commentary. Look for the logo. You'll find me. I am right there. It has been an interesting week. I am so happy to take you on this fun walk down memory lane. Let's do it again uh, soon. Be safe. Take care.